For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Okay, that was entertaining. That, that it was entertaining. That's the best that we can say about what happened with the Bears and their overtime loss to the Saints, twenty-six to twenty-three. This is the House of L podcast. We are brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park. The fine folks out there, ZoomZoomNation.com. The Bears lose twenty-six to twenty-three in OT. And it was a game that had a lot of um, entertaining things. But let me let me start with this because I didn't spend enough time talking about it even on Twitter. The Bears defense didn't generate enough pressure. And when they did generate pressure, especially late in the game, Drew Brees was able to do what I like to call pocket athleticism it's it's the stuff that guys like him and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are really good at doing it's avoiding a rush it's avoiding a sack and maybe getting two yards instead of taking a four yard loss it's climbing the pocket or sidestepping a a defender that's trying to get their hands on you just one little slight move and that slight move opens the door for you to make a play down the field or to just get a couple of yards and keep you from a negative play. It's weird that that's what Drew Brees has kind of been reduced to. He's the guy that that you that doesn't make mistakes and you can win because he doesn't make mistakes. Not because he's doing anything that's going to he's not pushing the ball down the field. It's not like it, it was before where he was making these great throws down the field. The two touchdown passes that he did have, they were super easy. The, the touchdown pass to Cook was really easy because of soft coverage, and the touchdown pass to Taysom Hill where you have two Bears players kind of in the same spot and no one in the middle of the field. Whoo, boy, is it ugly on defense when it comes to that. I thought they did some good things. But the thing that you were hoping for them to do against a team like with a a landlocked kind of passer in Drew Brees, like look at this, like he attempted 41 passes and finished with 280 yards. And if we if we busted that down to yards per attempt, it's it's not a great number. It's not a terrible number, but it's not a great number. A little under seven for yards per attempt and he's getting a lot of run after catch like the air yards for Drew Brees and you saw it that's why to me like the only thing the Bears needed to do was be able to tackle today get guys on the ground when they get the ball in their hands and there were a bunch of explosive run plays again today for the Saints Kamara had a bunch of them Taysom Hill had one of them where they're running for 12 yards and that 20 yard run at the end by Kamara sets them up for the the field goal and they're able to win by the way what the hell was Sean Payton doing 
I get that you have a kicker that's great and Will Lutz, but he had already missed one. You and and you were going into the wind, and I I you know I live not too far from Soldier Field, so I know that the wind died down a little bit. Why wouldn't you put your the Bears had no more timeouts, so why wouldn't you put your offense back on the field to run the clock so that if you do miss the kick, the worst thing that happens to you is a tie. I I was blown away by that lack of perspective and coaching by Sean Payton, but I will give him credit. His team, for the most part, played discipline. Their kickoff coverage in particular, I want to put a spotlight on that for a second because they had guys on their return team that have figured out you don't blindside block people anymore because you get called for that. What you do is you run pick plays. And there was one return in particular where I saw three players from the Saints put their arms up and just run in front of a Bears player. Just get in their way. That's all you have to do, and then you don't end up getting penalized for it. Stuff like that. That's the difference between a well-coached team and a team that's not well-coached. And today, Matt Nagy's team did not look like a well-coached team, which brings me to the Javon Wims thing. I don't know what happened out there, and I'm trying to be sensitive to the fact that I don't know what happened with him and Gardner Johnson. I know that there was some stuff with Gardner Johnson last year and Tariq Cohen, but it just seemed bizarre that he would go after him in that situation, sucker punch him, cost his team, like really cost his team, not just the yardage, but you also cost them the Bears' best blocking receiver. So he can't be on the field for some of the stuff that you want to do. He was ejected. I imagine he'll be fine. I don't know if he'll be suspended. But I wonder what Matt Nagy's going to do to try and corral that because that is um, that's a bad look. That's a bad look for your team. In the win column for Matt Nagy is the fact that his team continues to not quit on him. And this looked like a game where you might see them quit. And they didn't. They fought back and there's something to be said for that. But at some point, you got to win. These are the games that you want to see them win. Games against good competition, against teams in the NFC that you might have to you know, do the, the placement. Like you're, you're trying to figure out seeding. And now you lose this game. And it doesn't get easier from here because the next game is the, the Tennessee Titans and they're coming off of a loss. I imagine that very large and angry man, Derrick Henry, will be looking forward to the Bears' run defense because he is an absolute load. So I'm not sure what happened with Javon Wims, but it looked terrible for a couple of reasons. One, you sucker punch the man, and he doesn't fall. He barely reacts. And then you're like, oh, well, I guess... I guess uh, I'll just I'll just hit him again and I'll jump on him, and you end up getting ejected from the game. It it seems like it was pretty much out of character for him, but maybe it's not. Maybe it is not out of character for him, and it's been bubbling underneath the surface. But it was a bad look, man, like a real bad look for for Matt Nagy's squad, and now. 
they're gonna they can still spin the positive of well we're still five and and three but now you're trying to stave off a losing streak now you're looking down the barrel of I I felt like things were going to get bad, and I'm looking forward to taking phone calls and text messages from Bears fans on Monday. Like no lie, like I'm I'm very much looking forward to that. But uh, now it's getting ugly, and he's going to have to coach his way out of this. And that means that they're going to have to be some some hard conversations about what's still wrong with the offense. Like we. I, I know that this is a thing and you don't want to, but it's still bad. Here are the numbers on Foles for the night. 28 of 41, 272 yards. He ends up with two touchdowns, one interception. He got sacked five times. And I know that when we look at that number, it's easy to blame the offensive line and the injuries on the offensive line. But there were times when Nick Foles just said, that that there you were at least hoping that he would throw the ball away and he didn't and it it's frustrating it was really frustrating to watch him play quarterback because there was that moment where that 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 hot streak where he goes what 12 or 15 and and he he's got the team in rhythm but it happens too infrequently and that is the that's that's Nick Foles. Like th- that is what I was trying to explain to people at the beginning of the season when they were thinking that he might be an answer. Yes, there are moments when Nick Foles makes incredible plays, plays that make you sit there and go, oh, wow. And even the play that, that like I said earlier, the play that said. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Cut them up. 
for the field goal at the end of the game I thought was really strong. That throw was a really strong throw, and it kept them on time to to get themselves a, a kick from Cairo Santos, who, by the way, has been terrific. He's already got one special team player of the week nod, and he's been solid. You don't worry about kicks when he, he goes out there to attempt them. So I give him credit for that. But the offense still continues to struggle. Now, the good news is, is that David Montgomery got on track, and I'm glad that they put a spotlight on him. He got 21 carries in this game for 89 yards, 4.2 yards per carry at that 38-yard run. And I'm not someone that's going to take away the 38-yard run to make his average look worse because that's ideally what you're hoping for is that you pop a big run at some point with a player like that. They also gave him some opportunities in the passing game, and I thought that he did a nice job with that. There's it, Too much of what they do is disjointed. And it doesn't seem like things are building on things. That plays are building on other plays, and then you get to put the defense in a horrible position. Like It just doesn't seem like there's rhyme nor reason to what it is that Matt Nagy is doing play in and play out. Anthony Miller, I thought, had a nice day, and I thought that he was going to be a key contributor today. Eight catches on 11 targets for 73 yards, had a long of 16, and Darnell Mooney, he only had 69 yards in receptions today. He had that 50-yarder. He's a downfield threat. I'm so impressed by the fact that he doesn't look rattled ever. And that's weird for a wide receiver to come in and look as polished as he looks. And you were thinking that when the Bears drafted him, he was just coming in he was just going to be some sort of speed threat. He's the take-the-top-off-defense type of dude. And he's been more than that. He has been a reliable outlet. He has been a deep threat, but he's also been a guy that's been able to work the middle of the field, and he changes the way that defenses have to look at the Bears. I want more opportunities for the young man because he he continues to flourish when given a chance. You look at the numbers for the Saints. Marcus Lattimore played a great game today. Broke up a pass and a tackle for a loss was there when you needed him. Malcolm Jenkins as well. Malcolm Jenkins is a bad man. You got eight tackles for him, a sack, two broken up passes, tackle for loss, quarterback hit. We look over on the Bears side of the defense. Bears linebackers, I thought, played really well. Roquan had two tackles for losses, led the game with 11 tackles. In this game, and right behind him was Danny Trevathan. Danny Trevathan has played much better over the last four weeks. He had nine tackles. He looks like he's he's healthy. The thing that you you don't see enough of. There's one sack, and I think that's four straight games now that Khalil Mack has gotten a sack, and he forced the fumble. It's not enough. There, there's not enough of that on this Bears defense. They're they're getting some pressure from Robert Quinn. I don't want to sell him short because he is one of the team leaders in pressures, but he's not getting to the quarterback. Guys like like Urban are showing more than what I'm seeing from Quinn and granted this is my first view and not my second view and and when I go back and look at it he might have been more effective than I'm giving him credit. 
but it doesn't look that way live. They're not getting enough. I hate to say this because I have a tremendous amount of affection for the way that Akeem Hicks plays. There wasn't enough of Akeem Hicks. Like this is the game. Like this is the type of quarterback that you want to collapse the pocket from the middle. Like when Drew has those opportunities, those step up lanes, those need to be brought down in a hurry. And they 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 weren't. So I'm I'm waiting for Big Nine Six to get in there and 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 make a play to really put some pressure on some people and and eat up the middle of that offensive line. Saints did a great job of protecting Drew, and Drew did a great job of protecting himself. The other thing that stood out to me when I watched this game was Deontay Harris. He and Cordero Patterson both had big returns. That that kid is dangerous. Three kickoff returns for 70 yards. He averaged 23 a pop with a long of 31. That's pretty consistent. Patterson, I thought, made some bad decisions in the game, and you live with that because he gives you good field position, had a long of 32. But that, that kid on punt returns today averaged 22 yards a return. All special teams coaches want is for you to get them an extra first down. They're looking for 10 yards. you telling me that this kid got you 22 a punt? <sighs> that is that's something that the Bears will have to look at as far as their coverage goes. So I'm not, I'm not even really sure where the Bears go from here, to tell you the truth. These are all things that, that we kind of know about this team, and you're waiting for, you're waiting for Matt Nagy to figure out something that is going to allow this team to be a more effective offensive force. And I know that he is he is in a terrible spot because they have so many injuries on the offensive line. But I thought that early on they actually had the right idea. They were getting the ball out quick. They were running some tempo, and they were going side to side. It was, it was the one game where I'm okay with them going side to side. This was the opportunity to do that because you were worried about the wind and all sorts of other stuff in this game. And then they got away from that. They were able to actually push the ball down the field, and Foles made a couple of nice throws. But it it just never seems to connect. They kept talking about winning ugly. Now they're losing ugly. So now what? Now you're losing ugly games. And it doesn't get much brighter from here. There's a couple of bad men coming your way. Bears and Titans, man, this is no joke. And you saw a Vikings team that has now found some heart. They they went to the Wizard and got themselves some heart. So a game that looks like a gimme because the Vikings are bad and Matt Nagy does really well against the Vikings, no longer a gimme anymore. And I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is sitting around going, okay, we need to make some adjustments. And these are the teams that are next for the Bears. Titans next week. Vikings on Monday Night Football. I'm sorry, Sunday Night Football. And then 
Packers. No, I'm right. It is Monday Night Football. I can't read a schedule. Monday Night Football. And then a bye week, and then you get the Packers. So there's a there's a lot that needs to be done with this Bears team. And we'll see if they figure it out, but it is tough sledding right now. And I understand any Bears fan who's frustrated with what it is that they are seeing. We are brought to you by Mazda of Orland Park. Zoom, zoom, nation. Dot com. If you're thinking about buying a car, go buy it from them. Tell them that I sent you. It's very much appreciated. I'll be on the score at noon all week. I am very much looking forward to chatting with people about a lot of different subjects, but especially the Bears throughout the week. MLB free agency is up. If you didn't listen to the episode I did with Jay Zawoski, go listen to it. It'll make you feel better. I promise you, it's really, really good. But I appreciate your support, and we'll keep going forward. Noon, 670 The Score, all week long. Follow me on Twitter, at Lawrence W. Holmes. That's where you can follow me on Instagram as well. And I'm even on Twitch, and that's my handle on Twitch. Maybe one of these days I'll record this live, and then we can just get after it, and I can take some questions. I'll set up something on Twitch if you're on Twitch, and we'll do something. All right? All right. Later. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.